get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alongside Brooke Grimsley, who's sitting in for BK today, Tanner Hendrickson and Alex Ferrario, as we head out to our Brown and Crouppen celebrity line now, all the way out in Edmonton, and welcome in our favorite time of the week. It is the Joe Vitale joining us from Edmonton. Joey, Joey V, how's it going? Joey, Joey. Ah, so awesome. Alex, what's what's going on? And Brooke, Brooke filling in today. It's the BG and Ferrario show today, it sounds like. <laughs> BG and F, that's what we got going on here, that's Joe. Got a, that's got a good ring. <laughs> Joe, I got a question for you. Did you know that you there got? are Panthers in Florida? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are Panthers in Florida, all right? Well, isn't that why they, they're named the Florida Panthers? I mean, listen, you can't, you can't give it up. I thought they made that up, Joey. T- Tanner didn't believe that that was a thing. It was, they thought it was make-believe. <laughs> hey, there, there, there's black bears in Missouri. I mean, you'd be surprised what kind of animals float around this country. I saw a black bear going out west when we were going to Kansas City a few years back. There's all kinds of wildlife out there. But, oh, yeah, the panther, the panther is very lively. In Florida, now uh, I'm pretty sure the Panthers like the mountain lion. So those are those are typically smaller cats. They're not quite like a tiger or like a massive lion you see in Africa. So they say if you ever encounter a panther or a mountain lion on a trail, if you're wearing a jacket, and this is for I mean, if I save a life today, you know, kudos to me. Absolutely. If you if you're wearing a jacket, you're supposed to unbutton your jacket. You're supposed to wave it like wings, and you're supposed to make lots of noise. So whenever you're encountering a smaller cat or a smaller bear. They say you want to come off as, intim- as intimidating, like a black bear or, or, or like, I said, like a cougar or a panther or anything like that. But then if you if you encounter something like a grizzly bear or a lion and you have no ch- no fighting chance, they say you're supposed to play dead. So hopefully someone out there is listening. They're going to find themselves on a trail and, and maybe you'll save yourself a life. Oh, and you should never open your mouth. That's the other thing. When you ever see a panther or any kind of threat, don't open your mouth or show your teeth because that's a sign of aggression, and that may make them attack. That's the uh, Dwight Schrute quote from um, The Office, right? He's like, I never show my teeth when I smile because it uh, it shows aggression like monkeys. Bingo. Yeah, you never want to show your teeth. You want to make lots of noise, throw lots of rocks, and kind of make any kind of make any kind of loud noise you can to kind of uh, fend them off as best as you can. But, uh, yeah, uh, you got to watch those, those panthers and cougars, and when you're on those trails, you just never know. Well, Joey, we really needed you a minute ago because we were kind of struggling with these reverse retro jerseys <laughs> with all it was. Some had animals and all that stuff. So we, we needed you. You are also, uh, if you if nobody has listened to you yet, during the Blues broadcast, oh. you always drop a lot of good animal knowledge. knowledge. And I have to appreciate, I have to say, we all appreciate you for that. Well, I appreciate it, Brooke. Yeah, listen, I mean, we all have, I think, affinity for, for animals and 
and a human anatomy, which I try to always, you know, tie into the broadcast as best as I can, because, yes, you know, too. we're all animals. Yeah, we're all animals at heart, right? Um, so, you know, yeah, it was funny. I was looking at those retro jerseys this morning. We were actually having a debate on the bus as we were moving out here to the Seattle Kraken uh, practice facility. The Blues are about ready to take the ice here in a couple of minutes. I think it's going to be an optional skate. We may not see the whole group, but but some guys who didn't play a lot of minutes last night. But we had a great discussion about the retro jerseys. And, and you know, I think, I think Adidas did a great job. I think for the most part, they're all – they're all pretty uh, sound and locked in and, and, and fun looking. You know, St. Louis is certainly uh, yellow color. I was not expecting that, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty I cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I think truthfully, though, I think Philadelphia to me, Philadelphia won, won it because did you guys see the, the warm-up pants, the pants they're going to be they're wearing? wearing? Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. See, Pittsburgh won it for me, Joe, because I, I immediately went back to Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager era. Yeah, I like those too with that big pen across the logo there in the colors. Uh, uh-huh. Certainly, I think that's going to bring back a lot of memories. But I think that the, the Cooper pants for the Philadelphia, oh, yeah. now they're only wearing them in the warm-ups, which is unfortunate. But you have to know uh, you have to know and really appreciate the 70s and 80s hockey for, for those pants. But, no, I think they did a great job with them. Joe, uh, T-Bone thought that the Edmonton Oilers jersey was a, a fried egg. <laughs> he goes why is this got a fried egg on and i said that's an oil drip man he goes no it's a fried egg t-bone you're better than that man you're better. i was actually frying up some eggs the other day you know it's funny thing about eggs so you can always tell the freshness of the egg not necessarily by the color people always think like oh an orange an orange yolk that's a fresh egg but that's not the case you actually tell the freshness of an egg by uh the height of the yolk when you crack it so if you crack an egg and, and you lay it on, on a plate or a stove, it's the height of the yolk. That's how you know how fresh an egg is. So if it's a high, high yolk, it's a fresh egg. If it's a low yolk, like a shallow one, like it kind of blends in with the white, then it's an old yolk. So it kind of begs the question, well, then why are some orange and some, some yellow? Uh, the color has nothing to do with the freshness. The color has everything to do with what the chicken ate. So you'll see a lot of farmers who will feed their chickens a lot of red peppers, like deep, like red uh, vegetation and food, and sometimes color dye, which is kind of gross. That that produces like a really orangey, orangey yolk. And, and to the point where you see a lot of areas in the South where they have these really, really hot peppers that humans can't even fathom. Believe it or not, guys, they feed them to the chickens because, A, they make their yolks really orange, and, B, you know, chickens they don't they don't have the sensory like like humans do. They they don't they don't have any heat sensors when they eat. So they can have like the hottest like ghost peppers out there and they don't feel anything. And then they produce orange yolks and then the the farmers can charge, you know, eight ninety nine per dozen and, and everyone goes home happy except the people who buy them, which is me. We need to have a sounder. It like plays like doo 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 doo. And now you know, the more you know with Joe. <laughs> Joe Vitale with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Uh, Joey V, so people in Florida and Missouri need to avoid the Panthers and the Bears. And it seems other teams need to find a way to avoid Vladimir Tarasenko because I think we all knew he was going to be good again this season for how well he played last year. But five points in two games, I mean, we're talking about a player that seems to be locked in from get-go. Yeah, he looks really good. You know, he did our post-game interview last night. You know, he just sounds so calm. Uh, he sounds so poised for the season. And, you know, for a goal scorer, this is how you want to start the year. You don't want to start the year, you know, just a one point in the first two games because then you start fighting it. You start gripping your stick a little bit. So he, he is off to a great start, and it's a no surprise. You know, playing with Vladimir Terrace, or excuse me, playing with Robert Thomas and then Buchnevich in game one. And then, of course, with Braden Shen and Robert Thomas last night, I thought they had another terrific game. You know, he, he's taking full advantage of the opportunity of playing with Robert Thomas. And this is what we talked about to start the year. Here's a young player that plays the speed. He gets in on the four check. He's creative. And he'll find 91 all over the ice. I mean, look at those goals last night. 
uh, both assists here for Robert Thomas. He gets in on the forecheck. He takes away the DV pass from Vince Dunn, intercepts it, moves it to Vladdy. Vladdy over to Shen, and they're on the board right there. And then the overtime winner, of course, it's almost the identical play. Robert Thomas in on the forecheck. He busts up a play behind the net, moves it to Vladdy. Vladdy again to Justin Falk, and, and, and then the game's over. So you look at you look at Vladdy, I think he is like a kid in a candy store right now playing with Robert Thomas, and he has taken full advantage of it. I think he's moving the puck and passing it when it's necessary, and he's shooting it when it's necessary uh, there as well. So plenty of opportunities, um, you know, talking with him outside the bus here this morning after the game last night. He's just, he's just very poised. He's confident. Here's a, here's a player who's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. He knows that. He knows he would love to get his point totals back up to where they were last year. It'd be good for him. It'd be good for the team. It'd be good for everybody. And he's just locked into that zone right now early in the season. And for a goal score, it's a good place to be. Someone else who is locked in, Jordan Bennington. I mean, everybody seeing his praises last night after the game. He's the whole reason, right, that the Blues walked away with two points. But also, even Baruby mentioned this. It really didn't have to get to that point. There was times, too, I mean, the Blues built up a 2 nothing lead. And... There was a little bit of sloppiness. You had some turnovers. How do the Blues improve that quickly as they head into Edmonton, where Bennington doesn't have to continue to do these amazing acrobatic saves, which we love to see, but you want to put them in a better position? Well, it's, it's a good question, Brooke. I think it's a very fair one, and I think the team is very aware of it. I even talked to a couple of the coaches last night about this, where we were joking, where if the Blues, if they play the way they played in that Columbus game and the Seattle Kraken game, uh, in spurts, like they, they play good in moments too. But if they have the lulls in their game in a couple nights and a couple afternoons from now when they play the Edmonton Oilers, that's a game where you can get a completely run out of the building. Where you know the the Leon Drysidles and the Canes and of course the Connor McDavid's. If you have 20 minutes where you take a period off, if, if you're not looking at a scoreboard where you're, you're tied like we saw last night with the Kraken, you're looking at a scoreboard where you're maybe down two, three goals. So it's something the team is very aware of, and they understand that they have a couple habits and they have a couple hiccups in their game right now that they got to try to iron out before before Saturday afternoon because it really will hurt you. You know, you bring up Jordan Bennington. Um, he kept him in the game in spurts in Columbus, and he certainly kept him in the game last night. You know, second period was a bit of a kerfuffle, and a couple ones bounced by him, unfortunately. Maybe a goaltender interference off at the Nato breakaway goal, but I'm actually really glad the Blues did not challenge it because that would have put them on the power play to three two games. So it was a good call not to challenge, but an unfortunate bounce for Jordan nonetheless. But I liked I liked his body response. I liked the way his body language. He gets up, he just skates away, and he moves right on. And then I really loved his body language um, after the goal where Tory Crew accidentally tips it in from the point off Larson goal, which made it three to three. I mean, those are the little things that I look for as far as you see the calmness and you see the poise of of a player. You know, that, that tip-in goal from Krug goes past them. You know, 80% of the goalies in the league pick their head up immediate and look, immediately and look right at the defenseman for what they did wrong. I mean, that, that's a play that Tory Krug knows what to do. Either you block it or you get the heck out of the way and let your goaltender save it. He doesn't do either. Unfortunately, goes off his stick between the legs of Bennington, and it's a tie game. But again, I'm looking at the reaction of the goaltender. That, to me, shows where this guy's head's at. He just gets up, doesn't even look at Krug, skates to the corner, shakes it off, let's go, let's play hockey. And what does he do in the third period? Completely shuts the door off a lot of waves of attack for the Seattle Kraken, pushes it to overtime, and of course the Blues do the rest. So that's, that's what Jordan Bennington is. He's not going to give you a, a shutout every night. He's not going to keep the goals against down below two. Uh, those games he's going to allow three. He's going to allow four. But he's still going to keep your team in a position to win games. He's a battler. He's a competitor. Or competitor, excuse me. And he's just a poised kid that's always going to be in that position to keep the team in a position to win games, which is all you can ask for 
for starting goaltend this league, but he certainly is locked in. Joe, final one for you. Braden Chen, you mentioned his hot start, four points in two games, played on the wing last night. How massive is it if Braden Shen can can play to this level on the wing for this team, just in terms of being able to move him around, maybe on a top line with O'Reilly and Cairo? Well, you know, heading into the game, I wasn't actually a big fan of, of Craig Berube. I almost was second-guessing his decision in my head as far as why you're breaking up that third line. I mean, I had a 15-minute conversation after the morning skate with Braden Shen. We kept talking about him being in the middle of Jake Neighbors, um, you know, and just you know, being having him on the left side and then Barbashev now on the right side. So you got three guys that can play fast, play physical, and he was pumped. He was pumped about that line. He thought he was going to get some good matchups, and he was all guns a-blazing about that third grouping. Now you come into the game, he gets moved to the wing, and I'm here, I'm thinking like, geez, you know, I love Braden in the middle. I love that their line is just going to mess with some chemistry. Well, in fact, it didn't. It actually, Braden Shen, I think, elevated that line with Tarasenko and Robert Thomas. And the reason why he's elevating everyone he's around right now, the reason why Braden Shen is making everyone better around him uh, is the number one reason is he's healthy. You know, and that's something a lot, a lot of fans forget about. And whether you, you read the reports at the end of the season or not, you know, Braden Shen, I, I was very close with him last year. I saw him on planes. I saw him, you know, getting, you know, dressed and undressed and, you know, you know, wincing around the locker room. He had broken ribs. I mean, the guy had multiple broken ribs last year from about Christmas on. Uh, it actually, the first injury was his brother, Luke Shen, hit him. Uh, he took a little time off, comes back, and Brent Burns re-aggravated it about a month before the playoffs started. So this guy played the entire second half of the season with broken ribs. And anyone out there who has had a broken rib or a bruised rib, you know, it's hard to breathe, it's hard to sneeze, it's hard to move, let alone play the sport of hockey. So uh, right now, Braden Shen's moving good, he's physical, he's engaged, and he's helping everyone around him because he is healthy. He's finally healthy, he's feeling good, he's moving very good as well. So when you have a healthy Braden Shen, this is going to be the guy we saw a couple of years ago when he was just all over the ice, um, the heart the heart and soul of this team, Bobby Plager style. He'll do anything for this group, and he's got the wheels to back it up right now. So he, he's doing very well, and right now you can put him on pretty much any line, and Craig Bruby's really liked what he's seen. Joe, you're the best, buddy. Enjoy uh, the next couple of days off, and we'll talk to you Saturday afternoon uh, from Edmonton. Sounds good, Alex. Brooke, you guys have a great rest of your day. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.